I don't need to tell you that we are facing an uncertain future. Any sense of business as usual has been upended by the ongoing pandemic, heartbreaking mass murders, the specter of climate change, and more. Our hearts are breaking. Our minds are made numb by all the bad news, and it's hard not to look to the future with anxiety. As people of faith, we believe that God has not abandoned us, but what exactly is it in our faith that supports us as we face a future that is frightening, when we seek to be open to a transformation demanded of us in these times? Well, there's an answer in today's gospel. Jesus' words speak to the overwhelming fears and anxieties of his disciples as he prepared them for his death and resurrection. These same words can speak to us today that the Holy Spirit will guide us into knowing the full truth on which we can act. So, how do we understand this promise of the Holy Spirit? Let's pay attention to what Jesus says to his disciples in these final hours, especially how Jesus describes the Holy Spirit. This will point the way to what the presence of the Holy Spirit means to us in this moment. So, what did Jesus say, but also what did he not say to his disciples? Let's start there. So, today's gospel comes from what is called the farewell discourse. It's given by Jesus to 11 of his disciples. It's the night before his crucifixion. Jesus and perhaps the others clearly anticipate his arrest, his trial, his execution. The Last Supper has ended not long before, and it is the time to say what matters most. But his words are provoking his disciples' fear. Surely the disciples fear being left utterly alone. They're hungering for reassurance. The, the moment is fraught and it's tender. And actually, not unlike our own moments of fear and our current hunger for reassurance. Jesus tells the disciples that he will be going away to the Father and that he will send the Holy Spirit to guide them. But think about what is said and what is not said. There's no instruction manual here. There's no spiritual gift list for churches like we find in Paul's letters. There's there's no specific acts. There's no formulas like we might see later on in the Acts of the Apostles. There's simply a promise. So what did Jesus actually say? When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. I suspect this promise offered some solace in the moment, although we can only speculate here. It's a solace that is grounded in faith that the truth will be revealed. The deep truth. Jesus says that the Holy Spirit will glorify me because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. 
It's the kind of solace we need to quiet our moments of greatest anxiety and replace them with calm faith. So what does the presence of the Holy Spirit mean to us today in this moment? In our times, the pain of grief can lead us to abandon hope and give up on our work in the world. Instead, God, through the Holy Spirit, offers us an invitation to admit the true sources of our fears and anxieties. Rarely do fears come in distinct buckets. More often, they feel like a web of troubles that affect our families, they affect our communities, they affect the world at large, and they're all woven together. It's difficult. So God, through the Holy Spirit, offers us an invitation to pray for the presence of the Holy Spirit as we discern a path forward through that complexity, asking for strength to face an uncertain future and the courage to lean into the faith that God is always present. There are many ways to evoke the Holy Spirit. Over the past year, I have found great solace in a prayer for the power of the Spirit among the people of God, a prayer crafted by a team of Lutheran and Episcopal clergy. Let us pray together. God of all power and love, we give thanks for your unfailing presence and the hope you provide in times of uncertainty and loss. Send your Holy Spirit to enkindle in us your holy fire. Revive us to live as Christ's body in the world, a people who pray, worship, learn, break bed, share life, heal neighbors, bear good news, seek justice, rest and grow in the Spirit. Wherever and however we gather, unite us in common prayer and send us in common mission that we and the whole creation might be restored and renewed through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.